Blog Talk Radio. PGN, Prophetic Grace Network. This is your Book of Revelation research scientist. In August of 2023, analysis and discussion of the purple and scarlet prophecy with me. Your Book of Revelation research scientists are happening on the live internet broadcast of Secrets Revealed, Understand the Book of Revelation from Start to Finish on Sundays and Thursdays. Today is Thursday, August 3rd of 2023. It's just after 8 a.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You can uh, you can be with us and see the basic study notes that accompany this discussion, this live internet broadcast by going to blogtalkradio.com backslash live prophetic. The basic study notes that accompany every talk for this program, Secrets Revealed, Understand the Book of Revelation from start to finish, are available for you uh, absolutely free at no cost. Everything at PGN is free. There's no merchandising the Word of God at PGN. Praise God for Prophet Randy Chandler and all the ministers and hosts at PGN. Uh, we're excited to find and follow the will of God and the will of God for me is to study the book of Revelation, to hear from the Lord about the book of Revelation, and to communicate with you secrets in the book of Revelation. Uh, my goal is for you to understand it from start to finish. This is the first day of analysis and discussion of the purple and scarlet prophecy. I want to begin with a uh, doing an overview of the basic study notes, and then go right into sharing the Word of God with you, reading from the book of Revelation, the actual purple and scarlet prophecy that appears in the book of Revelation. Before, before we do that, and before we get to discussion and analysis, um, let's start with, uh, and I guess this is part of the discussion and analysis too, Let's start with the one-page basic study notes. So the name of the statement of prophecy that we're talking about, in other words, <clears throat> the documentary in the book of Revelation that we're talking about that I'm going to read from the Word of God today is the purple and scarlet prophecy. So John the Revelator was called up to heaven and he gives a report of what he actually saw in heaven uh, as if he were a journalist or a police officer. That's in Revelation chapter 4. Then he was actually shown moving pictures with words. So we would call in today's language the moving picture with words movies. But it's not just any kind of movie. He was shown realities, future realities, documented future 
realities. How were they documented? They were documented documented in these moving pictures and words that an angel showed John the Revelator. So these were external movies as if you and I went into an AMC theater today uh, and we watched the new Mission Impossible movie. So that's a movie someone else created. We're watching us. It's not a vision that we caused ourselves to have. John the Revelator was shown moving pictures with words and uh, sound, and these were curated images, documentaries of future realities that he was shown. Now, he was shown multiple documentaries. He didn't have the benefit of the technology that many of us have. For example, he didn't have a cell phone or a video camera or a laptop. So he did not have the ability with the technology that existed on this present earth at the time he was here in his mortal body on earth. So he used the best technology that existed at that time. What's that? A writing utensil and some parchment. So he wrote down to the best of his ability everything that he saw in the documentaries, in the visions that he was shown in heaven. But these, again, these were not visions that he caused himself to have. These were movies, moving pictures with words that were presented to him by the angel of the Lord. So we see or we have John's report. Uh, John wrote down using uh, writing utensil and parchment, he wrote down everything that he saw in the documentaries and the movies that he was shown in heaven. So he wrote down the seven seals prophecy. What, what's that? That's in words, the seven seals documentary he was shown in heaven. Then there's the seven trumpets documentary he was shown in heaven. Now we call that the seven trumpets statement of prophecy or the seven trumpets prophecy. Then there's the 1,260 days documentary he was shown, and today we call that the 1,260 days prophecy. So we're talking today about the purple and scarlet documentary, John the Revelator was shown in heaven. This is documentary number eight, statement of prophecy, if you will, number eight. I'm reading from the basic study notes, uh, the one-page basic study notes, which are available for free for every listener, every truth seeker, blogtalkradio.com, backslash live prophetic. Today's date is August 3rd, 2023. And so where where is this located? It's located in the book of Revelation. It begins with verse 1 of chapter 17, and it ends with verse 5 of chapter 19. Now, every documentary that John the Revelator was shown has two parts. He was shown first a movie trailer, then he was shown the movie in its entirety. So in professional writing, we use that same format that movie directors today use. They create a movie trailer hoping that it's intriguing enough, that it's sufficiently um, compelling 
that we will exert the time and energy uh, required to see that movie in its entirety. We have that same that same approach that was used with John the Revelator in heaven, I believe, knowing that he would write these things down because that was the purpose of him being there so that he could uh, document the contents of the book of Revelation in writing on this present earth for truth seekers today. What's today? At the end of the age. And going back to the basic study notes, the movie trailer in words, the abstract appears uh, in Revelation chapter 17, verses 1 to 14. That means that the full discussion, the full report, the movie in its entirety, begins with verse 15 right after its Movie trailer, verse 15 of chapter 17, and it ends with verse 5 of chapter 19. So what are some of the key topics that we're going to hear about in the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy? Number one, Babylon. Some Bible translations refer to it as Mystery Babylon. So number one, Babylon. Number two, the Battle of Armageddon. Number three, the Antichrist. Number four, the finest purple and scarlet linens. So using language from the actual statement of prophecy in the book of Revelation, I have given the documentary a title using language found in the documentary itself as an easy way for us to talk about the 12 documentaries that exist. So uh, hence we have the purple and scarlet prophecy, because in this prophecy, this exact language appears, quote, the finest purple and scarlet linens. So I've given this, for purposes of discussion and analysis, this prophecy, the title, the purple and scarlet prophecy. I want to share with you next keywords, phrases, and numbers. So these are all on the basic one-page study notes, seven bowls, the great prostitute, scarlet beast, seven heads and ten horns, purple and scarlet clothing, Babylon the great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world, the beast, bottomless pit, eternal destruction, book of life, seven hills where the woman rules, seven kings, the eighth king, ten kings. War against the Lamb, the prostitute, this woman, the great city, Babylon, plagues, God has judged her, finest purple and scarlet linens, deceived the nations with your sorceries. So that's my perception of the keywords, phrases, and numbers in the purple and scarlet prophecy, but again, in a nutshell, what's, uh, what are the key topics? So a non-exhaustive list of key topics in this prophecy we're about to hear, uh, four of them, Babylon, Battle of Armageddon, the Antichrist, and the finest purple and scarlet linens. Finally, I've noticed that the documentaries in the book of Revelation hang together. Some of them hang together, and the documentaries that hang together uh, with the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy 
are the seven plagues prophecy. It appears immediately prior to the purple and scarlet prophecy, which is followed by the marriage supper prophecy. So all of these prophecies uh, occur in the same timing, in the same timing with the seven plagues prophecy uh, culminating with the destruction of the great city Babylon, the purple and scarlet prophecy being a prophecy uh, that gives greater detail on what is written very briefly in the seven plagues prophecy at the end in the discussion of what happens after the seventh final plague is poured out by the angel. It's mentioned that Babylon, the great city, is destroyed. And then in the next documentary, that documentary that we're talking about today, The Purple and Scarlet Prophecy, a full report on how that destruction happens, why it happens, and who it happens for is provided. Finally, this prophecy, The Purple and Scarlet Prophecy, Revelation chapter 17, verse 1, to Revelation 19, verse 5. It's followed by the marriage supper prophecy. That's Revelation 19, verse 6 to 21. Again, all this is on the basic study notes. It's on the basic one-page study notes, which are available for every listener uh, at no cost at blogtalkradio.com backslash live prophetic. So, that's a quick overview of the basic study notes. Let us hear, let us hear in its entirety the purple and scarlet prophecy in the book of Revelation. I'm going to read that now. Purple and scarlet prophecy begins with one of the seven angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me. Come with me, he said, and I will show you the judgment that is going to come on the great prostitute who rules over many waters. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her, and the people who belong to this world have been made drunk by the wine of her immorality. So the angel took me in the spirit into the wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and ten horns, and blasphemies against God were written all over it. The woman wore purple and scarlet clothing and beautiful jewelry made of gold and precious gems and pearls. In her hand, she held a gold goblet full of obscenities and the impurities of her immorality. A mysterious name was written on her forehead. Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. I could see that she was drunk, drunk with the blood of God's holy people who were witnesses for Jesus. I stared at her in complete amazement. Why are you so amazed? The angel asked. I will tell you the mystery of this woman and of the beast with seven heads and ten horns on which she sits. The beast you saw was once alive but isn't now, and yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit. 
and go to eternal destruction. And the people who belong to this world, whose names were not written in the book of life before the world was made, will be amazed at the reappearance of this beast who had died. This calls for a mind with understanding. The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills where the woman rules. They also represent seven kings. Five kings have already fallen. The sixth now reigns, and the seventh is yet to come. But his reign will be brief. The scarlet beast that was, but is no longer, is the eighth king. He is like the other seven, and he too is headed for destruction. The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. Together, they will go to war against the lamb. But the lamb will defeat them because he is Lord of all lords and king of all kings. And his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. That is the abstract in its entirety, the movie trailer in its entirety for the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy. I'm going to share with you some key highlights, some analysis of what was shared in that movie trailer. Destruction is what happens when an enemy of God is destroyed. And the strategy that God uses for destroying his enemies is to place the enemy in Gehenna. Gehenna is the lake of fire that burns with brimstone and sulfur forever and ever. According to the book of Revelation, God has five enemies. And the role, the purpose, the assignment of Jesus Christ is to destroy all five of God's enemies. When the fifth and final enemy of God is destroyed, we transition from this present earth and present heaven to a new earth and new heavens. And at that time, God the Father relocates his home, which is in present heaven, to the new earth. And all whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, all who are a part of the royal race, a part of God's forever family, are with him and with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, forever and ever on the new earth. Now, in the abstract, we're told about the destruction of two of God's enemies. In verse 8 of chapter 17, it says, The beast you saw was once alive, but isn't now, and yet... He will soon come up out of the bottomless pit 
and go to eternal destruction. Now, this is very interesting. In a nutshell, I want to say what it means and then share scripture uh, to prove that that's what it means. Again, verse 8 of 17 says, The beast you saw was once alive but isn't now, and yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit and go to eternal destruction. So this is referring to the dragon. It's referring to Satan. So in the millennial reign prophecy, Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 to 10, we're told that at the second coming of Jesus Christ, after the second coming of Jesus Christ, after the battle of Armageddon, an angel of the Lord gets into hand-to-hand combat with Satan, with the dragon. You say, well, where is this? This is in the millennial reign prophecy at the beginning of it, Revelation 20, verses 1 to 10. And Satan is overcome by this angel. They get into hand-to-hand combat. The angel throws Satan into the bottomless pit. We're told in the millennial reign prophecy that the angel locks, he takes the key and he locks Satan in there. And Satan is required to be in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. He's released after a thousand years, after the first thousand years of the government of Jesus Christ on this earth. It's only for a short time. It's only for a short time. Um, I'm going to go to Revelation 20 right now. And in Revelation 20, Let's hear verses 7 to 10. When the thousand years come to an end, Satan will be let out of his prison. Now you say, what's his prison? It's the bottomless pit referred to in Revelation 20, verse 3, and also in the purple and scarlet prophecy we just heard, Revelation 17, verse 8. So now we're at the end of the millennial reign prophecy to help us uh, to prove, to make sure we understand, to prove that. This is referring to the destruction referred to in Revelation 17, verse 8, is talking about the destruction of Satan. So verse 7 says in Revelation 20, when the thousand years come to an end, Satan will be let out of his prison. Then it says, uh, he will go out to deceive the nations called Gog and Magog in every corner of the earth. He will gather them together for battle, a mighty army as numberless as sand along the seashore. Now remember, this is after the Battle of Armageddon. So this is after the first thousand years of Jesus Christ ruling and reigning on this present earth with you and me and every person whose name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Then it says, and I saw them as they went up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded God's people in the beloved city. So again, Satan's back where? Jerusalem. But fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. So there's never another war after the Battle of Armageddon. There's never, ever another war after the Battle of Armageddon. Satan and this new army are destroyed. Now, what happens? Again, it says, but fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. So those individuals experience the first death. Who? Everyone in the attacking armies. They're again attacking Jerusalem Uh, After the Battle of Armageddon, again, they have invaded Israel. 
Satan has uh, persuaded and deceived a whole other group of people. Then it says in verse 10, Then the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. Now, why is he joining them? So the beast and the false prophet, they're thrown into the lake of fire, Gehenna, at the Battle of Armageddon. So they are the first two of God's five enemies to be destroyed. Again, what's destruction? Destruction is when an enemy of God is placed into, quote, the fiery lake of burning sulfur. So that is Gehenna. That's a separate place from Hades, which is a prison of darkness. So every disembodied spirit, every human being who died but who died not in Christ is in a prison of darkness. You say, well, where? In Hades, that part of hell known as Hades. None of them is in the lake of fire. None of them is in the lake of fire. First, they will have their cases heard. God is a just God. And before anyone, any human being, that is, before any of those who are uh, in Hades are thrown into the lake of fire, they participate in the great white throne judgment where their cases are, are heard and the evidence against them is shared publicly. And at that point, when the damning evidence, the evidence of their sin, the evidence of their sin debt, their failure to participate in mediation, all their sins in their books are written, when that evidence is provided, then they go to destruction. But right now, let us stay focused on the purple and scarlet prophecy. Whose destruction are we talking about? We're in Revelation chapter 17, verse 8. It says, the beast you saw was once alive. Now, the beast refers, there's several beasts in the book of Revelation, but this is referring specifically to Satan. The beast you saw was once alive, but isn't now. And yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit and go to eternal destruction. Now, let me mention here, in the book of Revelation, in the 666 Antichrist prophecy, the Antichrist is referred to as the beast, as the mouthpiece of the Ten Nation Alliance that will dominate economic and political affairs during the 1,260 days Great Tribulation. Then at the end of the 666 Antichrist prophecy, we're told about another beast, which is the false prophet. Elsewhere, Satan is referred to as the beast, and here... We know that when the beast is used in Revelation 17, verse 8, it's talking to us about Satan. How do we know? Because it says, yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit. So the millennial reign prophecy unlocks that secret for us. We know that this is Satan, and it says, and go to eternal destruction. So in Revelation 20, verse 10, that is the picture, the report of when this beast, Satan, goes to eternal destruction. What's eternal destruction? It's being placed in the lake of fire, the fiery lake that burns with sulfur and brimstone forever and ever. That's eternal destruction. Now, what else 
do we need to draw our attention to? Let's talk about the Scarlet Beast. So in this movie trailer, in words, we hear in verse 11 of chapter 17, the Scarlet Beast that was but is no longer is the eighth king. Now I'm going to say briefly, in Daniel chapter 7 and in Daniel chapter 9, it unlocks this information about the eighth king. We're told about how there will be uh, ten horns and three will be put down with one replacing the three and how that eighth one will be the Antichrist who will emerge as the leader of the ten-nation alliance. But our focus in this moment the scarlet beast. Who is the scarlet beast? Verse 11 says, the scarlet beast that was but is no longer is the eighth king. That's the Antichrist. He is like the other seven. What does that mean? The other seven rulers that will continue to be in power when the first three are put down as described in the book of Daniel. What power? The ten-nation alliance described in the 666 Antichrist. These are ten nations that will dominate the economic system, the Antichrist financial system. These ten nations will have ten kings. Three will be put down. That's reported in the book of Daniel. An eighth will be appointed. That eighth is what? The scarlet beast. We're told that in Daniel, and we're told that here in the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy, it says, the scarlet beast that was, but is no longer, is the eighth king. The scarlet beast and the eighth king, I believe that that refers to the Antichrist. And it says here, he is like the other seven, and he too is headed for destruction. What does that mean? We know what that means, destruction, eternal damnation. What's God's strategy for destruction? It's placing his enemy in the fiery lake. So let's hear about the destruction. So the angel is saying the Antichrist, the scarlet beast, the eighth king during the great tribulation, he too is headed for destruction. So he already said in verse 8, Satan is headed for destruction, and he is. And we have the report of his destruction in the millennial reign prophecy, Revelation 20, verse 10. And the Antichrist, just like Satan, is headed for destruction. And we have the report of his destruction in the marriage supper prophecy, Revelation 20, verse 20. Let's go to it. Let's hear about the destruction of the scarlet beast. Now, God has five enemies that are all destroyed. And again, when the five enemies of God are destroyed, we transition from this present earth and present heaven to a new earth and new heavens. And importantly, God relocates his home, God the Father relocates his home, which is in present heaven to the new earth. Jesus Christ will already be here on this present earth doing what? Destroying the enemies of God, destroying his enemies. Now let's hear about the destruction referred to in the purple and scarlet prophecy, the destruction of the scarlet beast, uh, where is it? Revelation 
chapter 19, I think I just said chapter 20. I meant to say Revelation 19, the destruction of the scarlet beast, the destruction of the eighth king, the destruction of the antichrist. Revelation 19, verse 20. So this is a report. The marriage supper prophecy is the report of the Battle of Armageddon in great detail. Now, the Battle of Armageddon is mentioned in several documentaries, several statement of prophecies, if you will, in the book of Revelation. For example, it's mentioned at the end of the earth reaped prophecy in Revelation 14. And uh, now here we are in the actual prophecy that focuses exclusively on the Battle of Armageddon. That's the Marriage Supper Prophecy, Revelation 19, verses 6 to 21. Let's hear about the destruction of the Scarlet Beast, referred to in the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy, Revelation 17, chapter 17. Here it is, verse 20 of chapter 19. And the beast was captured. This is talking about the Antichrist. And the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet, who did mighty miracles on behalf of the beast. Now, remember, during the Great Tribulation, the Antichrist and the false prophet will work together in tandem. In the 666 Antichrist prophecy, we're told that. We're told about the Ten Nation Alliance, how the Antichrist will emerge as the leader of the Ten Nation Alliance, that the Antichrist is the beast in that the false prophet is, quote, another beast, and we're uh, advised of six specific actions that the false prophet will take during the Great Tribulation, including the commissioning of a statue of the Antichrist that people will be required to worship. Now here we're told at the Battle of Armageddon, and the beast, that's the Antichrist, was captured, and with him the false prophet, that's the leader of the harlot church, the leader of the one world religion, discussed in this purple and scarlet prophecy. It says, and the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet, who did mighty miracles on behalf of the beast. Then uh, going down further, it says, both the beast, we're still in verse 20. At the end of verse 20, it says, Both the beast and his false prophet were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. So in terms of chronological time, the first two enemies of God who are destroyed are the Antichrist and the false prophet. Now, in the purple and scarlet prophecy, the destruction of Satan is described first, and then there's reference to the destruction of the Antichrist. However, in terms of chronological time, we know from the book of Revelation, we know from the marriage supper prophecy, and we know from the millennial reign prophecy that the first two enemies of God who are destroyed are the Antichrist and the false prophet, then... After the Battle of Armageddon, an angel gets into hand-to-hand -hand combat with Satan. He's thrown into the bottomless pit. After a thousand years, he's released, and then he is destroyed. Okay, so what have we discovered today? 
What secrets in the book of Revelation have we unlocked? We've unlocked secrets in the purple and scarlet prophecy. Specifically, we unlock these two secrets. Number one, the beast referred to in Revelation chapter 17, the beast referred to in Revelation chapter 17 verse 8 is Satan. And reference to his destruction is made. The beast referred to in Revelation 17, the scarlet beast, let me go exactly to that scripture again. The scarlet beast referred to in Revelation 17, verse 11, is the Antichrist. The Antichrist is identified as the eighth king in the purple and scarlet prophecy. And he's referred to as the scarlet beast. Now, if you've been listening to PGN on September 12th of 2022, Prophet Randy Chandler identified the Antichrist. If you have not heard that program, I encourage you to go to the archives. Uh, let me give you – so uh, I, I encourage you to listen to that program. Um, let me report at this time when that program was made, and then uh, if I can in a future broadcast, I'll share the exact uh, website for that particular, uh, that particular program. But – I want to report now, and maybe you already know this if you were listening, on September 12th, which was a Monday of 2022, Prophet Randy Chandler identified who the Antichrist is. Interestingly, for many years on PGN, Prophetic Grace Network, he told how the Lord told him that the Antichrist has red hair. And... And perhaps the scarlet is not referring to the color of his hair. He has dark red hair. Perhaps it's not referring to that. But I think it's interesting to note that it says uh, the scarlet beast. So what's the secret? The beast, uh, the beast who comes up out of the bottomless pit after a thousand years is Satan. And he's headed to, quote, eternal destruction. That's in verse 8 of chapter 17. And in verse 11 of chapter 17, the scarlet beast, it says, quote, is headed, uh, it says, quote, he too is headed for destruction. That's talking about the Antichrist. So the scarlet beast is the Antichrist, the head of the uh, Ten Nation Alliance referenced in the 666 Antichrist prophecy, referenced in chapter 7 of the book of Daniel uh, and implied here in Revelation chapter 17. I'm so excited about this purple and scarlet prophecy. There's so many more secrets to uh, unlock and to discuss. We're going to continue analysis and discussion of the purple and scarlet prophecy on the live Internet broadcast on Sunday at 12 noon Texas time. That's 12 noon Central time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And we'll be back again at 8 a.m. on Thursday of next week. That will be 9 a.m. 
Eastern Time. I hope that you will join me and us for the live Internet broadcast. If you have questions or comments about this prophecy, the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy, would you text them to uh, to us here at PGN? The PGN text number is one two one four five zero five eight seven one nine. That's one two one four five zero five eight seven one nine. Also, as always, you are invited to share during the live internet broadcast. During the live internet broadcast, you are invited to share. You can do that by using the PGN phone number for this program, 1319-527-6027. That's 1319-527-6027. Sometimes people use the phone number to listen. Uh, and then when they feel comfortable or at the point when there's a, a burning question or comment that someone wants to share, the individual will press 1 um, when using that phone number, when you press 1, that raises your hand in the virtual queue, and that lets me know to call on you because you want to interact during the live Internet broadcast. Well, that is everything that I want to share uh, with you, friend and truth seeker. I want to pray a special prayer over every listener. I want to read uh, from the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation in Chapter 1 has a special a special blessing for every person, and I want you to get that today. Quote, God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says, for the time is near. End quote. So, truth seeker and friend, I declare over you that you are blessed because you have listened to the message of the book of Revelation, and I pray that you will obey what it says because the time for the great tribulation and the subsequent wrath of God, the seven final plagues, as well as the battle of Armageddon is near. Thank you for being with me and with us today. If you haven't done so already, I urge you to call out to God. According to Jeremiah 33, 3, he promises to show you great and mighty secrets that you do not know. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.